welcome to the Contingency Plan Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. Back again, man. Back again for another week. I don't have anything witty to say uh, because I'm pretty worn out. Week's been long. So, yeah, show. Let's start the, the podcast. So anyway, this week on Bad Batch, we see... <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if, if one day we actually just came in and no, got like... No banter. Yeah, got like really serious about it and then just automatically started talking about the... Do you think people know what to do? I feel like our viewership would either drop ridiculously or spike. Or spike. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how I'd feel about that. Like I probably wouldn't even fix it. Like, well, I can see that they don't like our banter, but we're still going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, goodness. I Yeah, that... I wonder about that sometimes. Not not very hard, mind you, but um, yeah, it's been a busy week. I, I was even a little late getting on uh, here today for the recording just because I had extra junk to do. Did a little uh, speed read of Bounty yeah. Hunters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to talk some comics today along with um, our newest episode of Bad Batch, but uh yeah, it's you know we're we're doing a lot of preparation to get people back into the office at least on a rotational basis at the moment, and you know just dealing with a lot of random stuff. And you know we've had a couple of people that were under me that we've been able to you know, move up into uh, new positions and stuff. So yeah, it's just been a it's just been a week. <laughs> just been one of those weeks. And I've also well, you've been had clearing a few out pretty stuff. Boring weeks, so that's good. You had one that's a little more exciting. Well, I wouldn't call it exciting, but yeah, I guess more more involved. But uh, you know, you guys might not know this about the Darth, but he's he's. Uh, I mean, he tries to be a minimalist, but he used to just <laughs> randomly throw away things, you know, other people's things sometimes, just to feng shui it up. What what do they call that? The the lady who does the. You know, hold your thing and hug it. Oh, if you don't the, love it, then you get rid of it or something. Something Mari. I can't think of her name. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Did you ever do that, like, when you're sifting through, like, all of my old games? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing, thing is, is it, it, the funniest thing is, is the stuff that you saved was actually some of the stuff that we played the most, like some of the old Sega right. games, you know? Um, but yeah, you, you kind of, you kind of sort of do a, a semi-minimalist type of thing anyway. Yeah, I think honestly, I'm not saying it's necessarily a good thing. I mean, you should definitely have balance and I'm not at that point yet, but... I think it was just because we kind of grew up with some hoarders, and I just didn't vibe with that very well. So, <laughs> well, kind of yeah, went the other extreme a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we we don't know what true hoarding is, like you know, people who legitimately have a hoarding disease. But we certainly like, won't throw away trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen that. I actually cleared out a house that was literally just just trash, trash bags mm-hmm. on top of trash bags. It was disgusting. But um, but no, yeah, we 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 were always, uh, I guess maximalist. We'll, we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was saturated. I like I like the word saturated. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've been playing a lot of guitar lately. You know, looking for that saturated tone, <laughs> which is actually not what I look for. But anyway, yeah, it um, 
it is kind of funny, you know. I I, I got this house a while and a while ago, and it was so empty because I was working on it, and like you know, I had cats. I'm allergic to cats. Can't do cats. Mm-hmm. So you know, you tear up the carpet, you repaint the walls, you you do all this stuff, and and you know, I was putting in all these floors, and I didn't have anything when I moved in here because you know it was like just sort of like a start fresh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then it's like. Dang, I've accumulated a lot of a lot of crap, you know, just th- <laughs> through hobbies and whatever. So I've actually been getting rid of a lot of stuff, trying to condense down as I also, uh, you know, sort of upgrade the house and and then you know eventually, uh, hopefully, like move he- from here <laughs> and find something better that, that doesn't away. have get that, away that doesn't have people around me or something. <laughs> so, I need my Jedi Temple of Solitude out, you know, out somewhere where people uh, won't find it. Certainly be a great time for you to get rid of your house, but good luck finding anything afterwards. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I actually know a couple of other people who have been looking like you have, and it's just, um, doesn't really matter. The market is just, uh, at least, and I can only speak for Ohio, really, but it's right. definitely... Um, getting it's well it's not bare but it's just you have to be you have to make snap decisions yeah you know you have to be you have to be ready to make an absolute snap decision right then and there and then sometimes without even seeing the property which is insane well it kind of goes back to that minimalist thing it's like you typically think things through and actually plan a purchase Whereas that's exact opposite of what's happening right now. Just people see that interest rate. It's like, I don't care if it's what I want. I don't care. I just got to get it because it's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I could not even imagine not looking at a house before I buy it. That just gives me so much anxiety. It's not It's not even an option for me. Well, it's, it's not very smart because no. there, are, there are a lot of people who don't take care of even houses that they own. Mm-hmm. anymore i mean the stuff i had to do here wasn't really all that bad but like you know i have to move gutters because in the winter they freeze over because they're too high and it doesn't allow for runoff mm-hmm. uh one of the um uh the the because this has a, a crawl space it has uh, these vents one of the vents was just basically disintegrating in front of your eyes and i had a <laughs> mouse or mouse or something in here at one point so I had to replace it, but the the it's too small. It's a half block, and I can't find half block vents. So I literally had yeah. to hacksaw a full block vent, and then <laughs> effectively silicon it in there. It's it's actually what they did before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean it. Those the, those are little things, but like you know, there are other things too that if you're not prepared for them, then you're in for a surprise, especially when you're dealing with older homes. Yeah. Well, so. That's how it was the last one I looked at. If I hadn't gone in the house, I would be in a world of hurt right now. And I just yeah. bought it because it was a good deal, but it was a rental property. It was like from 1912, 1915, <laughs> something like that. Super yeah. old. But It was a fairly decent sized house with a barn in the back with a two car garage, but Everything was just deteriorating. There were broken windows to the garage that clearly had been broken a while. There was, yeah, like everything sitting beside it was rusty, so you could tell it had been sitting there a while. Yeah, the the tenants were cat people, but they didn't take care of their cat. Like the litter box hadn't been touched for probably months. So you walk oh, in, it's yeah. just you want to throw up instantly. Yep. Like the basement, the guy was a metal worker, 
So there's like half stripped down guns and carbs and stuff all over. <laughs> there was a few lathes and drill presses in the basement, and every square inch of the floor was covered in metal shavings. Like he never cleaned up after himself. And yeah, it, it, it's kind of wild when you think about it because like they obviously knew that someone was going to show the house. Right. <laughs> and, they, uh, but they didn't do it's, anything. It's kind of both the tenant and the owner's fault. Like, you'd think the owner would come in and look at it and be like, oh, yeah, you got to clean this. I'm trying to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Wow. But yeah, I didn't even think about it at the time. It's like there's so much stuff in that house. Like, an inspection would be a waste of time. Because I don't know how guidelines were when you bought a house, but they can't touch anything, obviously. They can't move furniture. They can't check behind anything, so... It's just like they'd come in, look at it, and guess what was wrong. Well, I mean, and that I mean that is kind of what an inspector does. There, you know, they're you, you try and get a good one. Obviously, they can walk around and go places. That they're not going to catch everything, but they are. W- w- if you have a keen eye, you can catch a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if there's a bunch of crap around, potentially hiding things, and yeah, th- there's nothing that they can do. Yeah. So they do the best. There again, they maybe can. the owner was hoping for them to keep all their stuff there because he was trying to hide something. You never know. Oh, for Get sure. Paranoid, kinda. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like that would be a lot of upfront work. <laughs> That's just kind of like buying a used car. It's like no matter how nice the car looks, you just kind of always assume the seller is trying to screw you over. You just. Oh sure. Yeah, I, I was. I was in is. that. I was in that process. You know, a couple years ago when I was thinking about getting a car to save some miles on the truck, which I probably will do again. I just uh, imagine how much worse it is now. Well, yeah. Same situation, but 10 times the price for a used car. It's crazy. Well, we also deal with the pandemic. I mean, have you looked at car lots lately and how bare they are? You know how nobody's talking about that? It's Well, even... No, nobody does talk about that. Nobody really does talk about it. (laughs) But even when I take my car, which is new it's a lease in for service work. It's like, there are no cars at that dealership, new or used. There's like maybe 15 cars in the parking lot. It's a fairly big dealership too. It's kind of, kind of creepy in a way. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, I mean, I I remember like testing, I remember I test this one car and it, it, I I can't remember what it was, but there was, there, there was clearly something wrong with the, with the drivetrain, it just anyway. It was it was bad. Uh, the I, one that started grinding before you got out of the parking lot. Uh, no, that was that was another one. But th- mm. anyway, th- there were a few there are a few really doozies out there. So yeah, I get I get what you mean. But yeah, that's that's kind of the way of the world. Um, yeah. I will say that I mean there there are some some bright spots popping up. Uh, obviously, you know we're we're starting to see some some uh, potential results from some of the the states that have uh, sort of opened back up, and those have been, to this point, relatively positive. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things are being scheduled. It kind of seems like uh, a lot of the con sort of market is coming back 2022. Uh, obviously, May will be celebration, which mm-hmm. coincidentally I have to get with uh, – I have to get with my people so that we can start looking at rooms because I think the rooms actually open up for booking like next week. So we kind of have to jump on that, I would assume. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of things opening up. Obviously, we're talking about some backpacking trips and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, get, getting out and doing that, you know, there, there's a lot more less restrictiveness uh, just around here. And uh, like I said earlier, kind of getting back into the office, which will be odd, I think, but it will also probably be welcome. I think there are a lot yeah. of people who, who need it. Um, I don't know about for you, this might seem petty, but I'm kind of excited that the mask thing is being lifted because I don't I don't know if all of our listeners have this issue, but my allergies are terrible right now. I feel like I'm dying half the time. And walking outside when it's 85 degrees with a mask is miserable when you can't breathe very well. (laughs) Well, yeah, you've always had really bad allergies, and and I do too. For me, my eyes have just been on fire. Oh, they've been terrible for me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. So I, I I've been hit I've been hitting the old nasal spray, but yeah, it's been mm-hmm. it's been pretty bad. I, I think I think uh, you know the the vaccination stuff is going going along, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and and again, I'm not here to tell you one way or the other. You can do whatever the heck you want. I mean, it is still America, um, but uh, but that seems to be going going along. A lot of the elderly, I think, you know, at least that I know of, have have been getting that done. So that's very good for them. Mm-hmm certainly being very susceptible. Um, and then, you know, just a lot of people in general have been out and getting that, which, which is, which is, you know, good, I, I guess. I, I, I'm not mm-hmm. a doctor. I don't, I don't know anything about it, <laughs> but yeah, the mass stuff. Uh, I know a lot of people have, have, um, you know, been cool with that and I, I don't really mind so much, but I, I, I definitely notice it on my face. <laughs> I, I, I'm not a jewelry guy. I'm not an accessory guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't want things on my face. Um, you know, when we were talking about like, uh, last week, the Thrawn book, like I would have broken that, a- the, the ag hands for touching me <laughs> in my face. So I don't like yeah. putting things on my face, you know, no facial tattoos or anything like that. No nose rings or anything cool like that, I guess. Let's be but, honest. If we didn't have to wear glasses, we'd be happier. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I can't, that is I, annoying. I can't do contacts. I can't uh, force yeah, I can't them in either. my eye. So I, you know, pretty much have to. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think, uh, I think there's definitely a lot of optimism, warmer weather. This is basic human psychology. Sun's out. Right. Start getting uh, happier. Yeah. You, you get the vitamin D in you and well on you, in you. Man, but that sounded really bad. All the D. Uh, Moving just, on. You know, but it, it it helps out. It helps out a lot. And I've been doing a lot of outside stuff recently, too, so it's been nice. You know, you get out of the pale, the, the pale. <laughs> I will I will say this. I, 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 I'm totally, I'm not making fun of you or anything. Um, no. So, so I went to get a haircut the other week. I, I just thought you'd get you'd get a kick out of this because people make fun of your head. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, they don't make fun of your head. It's all behind your back. Uh, anyway, no. So, so I had a trainee, and, and I and I hate this. I hate it so much because they suck so bad. You so, don't want to be their first sculpture. No, because my <laughs> okay. But here's the thing: you actually have a little bit more round head. I don't have like a perfectly round head. It's, it's, it's a wee bit, I guess. I, and I don't know. I've never like oblong. Are you oblong? I, I don't know, man. I, I, it feels, it feels relatively roundish to me. I don't, I don't think I have a, a blockier head, but you know, it, it, it's just like the way the hair sets, man, you have to cut it a certain way. And I always right. notice, I always notice, I notice. And then I make, 
Uh, well, I don't make them cry, but I certainly, I, I certainly, I, I've, uh, you I've got question if this is the profession they want to be in for long periods. Well, of time. I, I mean, I can be, I can be pretty stern, and uh, you, you know, just like I don't, I've, I've had a few people like kind of be taken a little bit aback, and I remember just one. I, I literally told the person, it's like, so do you like it? I was like, no, it sucks. I mean, this is this is like a terrible haircut. And, you know, I don't mean to hurt people's feelings, but like if you can't see the stuff that I see, then you're not a very good hair because I don't know jack about hair. But anyway, yeah, they were. No, they're hoping you don't know anything and don't say anything. That's I why suppose. they're not pointing it out. Yeah, but, but so the other lady comes over and starts fixing it, who's cut my hair a few times. And she, she was like, she was trying to like teach the girl too, who was doing mine. He's like, yeah, so, you know, you kind of have to go up a little higher and, and, and really get the scissors. You can't use the guard or anything. You really got to scissor cut it, you know, because when you have a block, uh, not that you have a block head, but, you know, like a block. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so what you're saying is you think, <laughs> I've been told the weirdest things by, by hairstylists, like, you, you know, because of like, some of the native American and stuff in, 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 you know, my bloodlines and so forth. And, you know, the really dark, thick black hair I've had like, you know, um, so like, what's your ethnicity? Like a lot. Uh, you know, really? It's like, are you, are you Jewish? Do you have this, that, or the other? And I was like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> and I wasn't really here to talk about any of this. Just cut the hair, please. And, and you know, it's, it's always, Oh, it's so, it's so thick so thick and luscious it's like listen if you want to put me on a book cover with fabio that's fine but just like cut the hair and let let me get the hell out of here no I'll you like should your... take advantage of that if they like it that much you could actually get a discount oh, clearly no, they like no, your hair i only get, get a discount, discount when i yell at them and make them feel bad <laughs> so <laughs> no like, no this haircut is terrible <laughs> actually i love it but i'm just gonna complain no, I, I, I still, I, I've never refused to pay, and I've never, I've never accepted uh, like a free haircut. It's like, no, I, I'm perfect, and, and I'll even still tip them too because they mm-hmm. still worked. It just eventually somebody else has to come over and and then like recut it. So, and I, and I'm never picky. I don't want to be the guy who's like, well, I have to have this person to cut my hair, and right. I'm gonna sit here for an hour. Hell, no, I'm not. Just you know, come on, man, come on, man. Right. Oh, well. So anyway, that's that's the week in the contingency plan, I guess. You know how we said that one day we were going to not do a rant? That's not today. We're, we're just, you know, we're, no. we're at, what, 15, 20, 20 minutes? Eh, who the heck cares? We're doing good. Nobody's listening anyway. No, no. no. So They skip ahead. <laughs> they know to skip ahead about 20 minutes. You should do, like, the YouTube thing where there's a little <laughs> line. Oh. Where we actually yeah. start talking about Star Wars stuff, and you, then you another know, line when we stop, and then another line when we start again. I actually thought that was really stupid when they first started doing it, and then I realized it's it, useful, though, it wasn't stupid at all. Because yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I do not have AD or like ADD or ADHD or whatever, but sometimes I do get tired of hearing people talk, and I do, and I skip, yeah. I skip ahead of things. Uh, in, in videos and whatnot. And actually I'll tell you that that is relatively useful. And I applaud the people that like do that and actually put the labeling and everything mm-hmm. because I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Well, it's just kind of <laughs> nice. Like, look, we have a certain demographic that they just don't care about all the advertisements. They're going to skip it anyway. So let's just acknowledge that and help them out a little bit. <laughs> well, well, speaking of advertising, they're more likely to use us that way. 
Yeah, speaking of advertisements, this podcast is brought to you. No, I'm just kidding. We're not sponsored. But Popeye's spe- chicken. <laughs> but, spe- <laughs> but speaking of advertising, um, so I, I mean, I, I listen to a pretty wide variety of podcasts. I, I mean, not so much recently just because I just don't really feel Burn like out. listening to podcasts mm-hmm. at home. But um, I always found it funny. I started listening to Chris Jericho's podcast, you know, The, the Wrestler. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. be, because, and honestly, the only ones I listen to are when they talk about music because they, they would do these where they would do these album clashes, like two albums from the same artist, as long as they had the same number of songs. And then they went song by song and like, no, nah, this is the best song. This is the best song from this and so on and so forth. So I kind of like that, but like the way he does ad reads is, is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, like they'll be having this conversation like you know you you say oh yeah yeah no day was really good and and then you'll just you'll you'll hear it you'll hear the transition and it'll just be him like yeah your day was so great well you know guess what your day is going to be super great when you go and buy me undies or something like that and then you know he, he tries to do these like transitions like he's still talking to the people but then he reads the re- and it's like no you're totally doing this after the fact because nobody right. talks like it. it's just it's just so dumb it's so dumb he's so much that's richer like, he's so much richer than I'll ever be so it doesn't matter but it's so, that's it's such so a late nineties early two thousands TV thing to do too like I thought oh, that yeah. was dead I thought that was dead oh speaking of both wrestlers and TV though I haven't watched the show yet but I've heard about it. have you watched the A uh, and E WWE Legends biography series. They go through all of the old wrestlers we grew up with. No, and, and I know Apparently that Apparently it's amazing. Yeah, I, I've heard of it. I've heard that. And then they've also been doing some... Um, what is that series? Like Beyond the Ring, I think is what it's called or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I've watched some of that and I've seen like some of the interviews of those guys and what what's ridiculous is i i don't know this this still we're still not star warsing yet i feel bad for the people but you know th- those people put a lot on the line to entertain people but then they also broke their kayfabe rules so much to where people just don't suspend belief and then they also made the right. show so much about the fans that it was yeah. the fans always trying to be a bigger part than than the wrestlers and yeah, it's it's just a weird thing. I don't think I could watch it now, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I well, remember we we I, uh, we I didn't watch a ton of wrestling, but I mean, uh, watched some in in the in the nineties, and then you know, a little bit after that, but not much. Who was the? Uh, I always remember <coughs> my favorite wrestler at the time. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Was it Venom? <laughs> what? The dude with the red face paint. What was his name? Uh, Kane? Was it Kane? He, well, he had the red mask. The red mask. Was it mask? I thought it was paint. Okay. Nah, yeah. Well, Kane, yeah, it was Kane and the Undertaker, you know, the brothers, mm-hmm. brothers of destruction. Yeah, Kane. Yeah, Kane. he had the fire okay. for his entrance and yes. so forth. Yes. We had all the toys for him and the wrestling sets and everything. Y- you, know, you know, his first gimmick was a dentist. He was Dr. Isaac Yankum. <laughs> that 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 was the first thing that they gave him when he came when he went in there. I I remember watching it like because that was like that was like ninety six or seven or something like when I watched it because I watched like 
like not, I, I remember some of the stuff from like 93, which is odd because I was, I was pretty darn young, but mm-hmm. like, it was like 96, 90, 96 through like 97. I remember a kind of a bit of that, but yeah, Kane was, uh, he was formerly Dr. Isaac Yankum and they painted black oh, stuff God. on his teeth. But yeah, That's, Kane was cool. He had yeah. that, he had that like up thrusting punch thing like yes. to the neck. It always looked, it always looked really good. Plus he was yeah. massive. He was a huge guy. Yeah. I was remember they had the weirdest toys for him too. Like I remember a, uh, I had a toy that was, um, he was on a motorcycle. It would, <laughs> it would launch up in the air, but like there was articulation for the wrists and the hands and it would rotate. Mm. So he could like flip up over and sit on the handlebars as he launched <laughs> him. It's like, why is this a wrestling toy? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> It's like, remind me where his entrance was on a motorcycle in the WWE. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, different time. But yeah, the, the wrestling shows have definitely been been coming out. I mean, well, uh, the um, uh, Resurrection of Jake the Snake, that was a big one like a couple mm. of years ago when that came out. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's some interest around that. I think there is some interest around that right now. Yeah. Just people remembering kind of a, a golden time of, you know, sweaty, oiled up men touching each other in the ring and pile driving yeah. each other. <laughs> you know, it's funny you talk about stuff that we grew up with that kind of just died out as having a surge. Another thing is uh Battle Bots. You remember Battle Bots? That's actually Battle huge Bots. again. The, oh, uh, yeah. oh the yeah, the arena, arena thing. Yeah, bots. the remote control. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The nerdy yeah. teams that would build a bot and just destroy each other. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that's a big thing again. Like, you go through stores, and there's a bunch of toy sets for them now, and the show's back up and running. They have... Uh, who'd they have as a host last time? I can't remember now. Crap. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that show is massive now. My son watches that all the time, and he gets so excited <laughs> about it. Literally the same bots that we watched. Like, they didn't change anything about them. Yeah, I think that was like a Spike TV thing. It was like Spike, yeah. wasn't it, who ran it? Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. yeah, that was interesting. That was kind of a cool, that was a cool series. Spike TV always had the best stuff. MXC and all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, all right. I think we've yacked long enough. So let's let's go ahead and roll on into the actual topic for today. Uh, so some Star Wars, right? I thought we were talking Potter, but okay. <laughs> no, that's another gag podcast. Someday. Someday we'll talk Potter. <laughs> <laughs> well, first and foremost, we, we are going to talk Bad Batch. So episode five, Rampage. Rampage. But we're also going to go over a couple comics. We're actually going to be a little bit more comic heavy for the next couple weeks just because we kind of want to run through them a bit. We just figured out we were getting really backed up and the comic train just isn't really stopping. And then at the end of this month, we have um, what was what, what was the new what was the book at the end of June again? I uh, just, I'll find it. I, I, I'm almost just there. close that tab. Great. No, nah, it's cool. I, I'm, <laughs> We've I'm got there. a couple of High Republic books actually. Um, well, yeah. The, so Rising Storm, which is the one we've we've been uh, we've been kind of waiting for because this is um, Stellan Geos. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Kevin Scott's The Rising Storm, uh, June 29th, and then 
July 27th is Out of the Shadows. That's a Justina Ireland, young adult kind of novel. And then uh, there was also the one on the 29th, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. So uh, there, there's June 29th is also a junior junior novel, Race to Crash mm-hmm. Point Tower, which is Daniel Oze Alder. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. High Republic, probably, you know, probably some kids stuff there. So we might yeah. just skip that probably. Uh, we're not we're not really uh, taxing or jonesing for content <laughs> right now. So I think we're I think we're OK. But the, the comic landscape is so rich right now. The, the War of the Bounty Hunters is really, you know, kind of picking up. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of figured we would get in a little bit more in depth and try and catch up a bit more. So we have um, issue nine of Dr. Afra. We have issue 12 of the mainline Star Wars comic, and then issue 11 of Bounty Hunters. Yes. And then next week, we'll be picking up with High Republic. What was it, three and four, I think I said, or four and five? Or five and four, six? Four, four and five. We've four already five. done three. Yeah. Okay, so four and five. And then after that, We'll be getting into the start of the War of the Bounty Hunters series, which really is just the, the the main comics, but they apparently start to intersect each other. But yeah, I mean, June is, I mean, June's pretty heavy, man. I mean, we're looking on, on June 2nd alone, there are three comics that come, or uh, yeah, three comics that come out, uh, another War of the Bounty Hunters, High Republic Adventures, and then another issue of the High Republic, and then like June just keeps trucking. Like week after week, there's there's something new seemingly every week. Uh, oh no, okay, never mind. It's not really. Uh, actually, I'm I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong section. Is June that heavy? Oh yeah, okay. It continues. So yeah, I mean there, there there's just a continuation for comics, and I I kind of figured. Uh, oh well, that's wrong. Or is it not? Uh, what's that? Uh, I don't know. Well, the the weapon of the Jedi that I just showed you that I got Wednesday says it's out on the thirtieth. Or is this the hmm. second one? Oh, this is number two. Are they doing another one? Oh, interesting. Okay, so there's there's a continuation. It has the same. I can't the same cover. That'd be goofy. So we might even talk about that weapon of the Jedi. I have to read through it first and see if it's any good. But there's a lot, man. There's a lot coming up. Yeah, which is kind of cool because we had just recently decided to really get into comics. Obviously, you've done a little bit on the side, but yeah. we never really focused on it before, and it just seems like it's the best time to jump in. Well, we ran into a lull there as well yeah. with with content. So, And there's some interesting stuff in them. But uh, anyway... Let's go ahead and move on to Bad Batch. Rampage, relatively short runtime, 24-ish minutes, 25 minutes. Uh, of course, you know, like three minutes of credits. So, again, mm-hmm. still still relatively short. Um, but I have to say, just initially, kind of, kind of better. Yes. <laughs> kind of better. Yeah. More than kind, I would say, honestly. It was... Uh, Good breath of breath of fresh air. It was pretty nice. Yeah, even the little the the kid jokey stuff is is a little bit better too. You know, in the beginning we see Omega getting a uh, com, 
a comm unit, which was crosshairs. And she's, you know, it's kind of a, a gag here for a second. You know, she's <laughs> running around like using the comm. It's not a toy. Yeah. Roger that, you know, into the comm still. <laughs> so that's, it, it's, it's funny. Um, but until she gets them caught in a stealth mission. <laughs> now, kind of, I mean, you know, whatever. Now, uh, we're, we're still searching for a plot here. Um, and essentially, the Bad Batch is like, well, there's Bounty Hunter after us. We've got to get more information. You know, how do we, how do, we do that? Well, we, we go find, uh, what was that person's name again? Sid? Is it Sid? Sid, yeah. C-I-D Sid. Yeah. So we're going to go find, go find Sid, who apparently was an informant for, uh, for the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Echo's the one that tips him off on this, I believe. Yeah, so. Echo doesn't know who Sid is, but knows where Sid is. Is yeah, yeah. I don't know who it is, but where it is. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, Noah been kind of cooler than Sid, our, our chef that was Obi Wan's little buddy. <laughs> Oh, what was his name? Dex? Yeah. I think. That would have been sweet. <laughs> Actually, yeah. That I feel would... like he's probably underground by now. Like, doesn't he he's, abandon? Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like he's probably just dead. I don't Does know what killed? happened to him, honestly. No, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what happened What happened to Dex. But yeah, that was episode two stuff. He would be around. Mm-hmm. Who had to yawn there, man. Sorry. So it kind of brings up a question here as they're trying to figure out who Sid is and this guy's kind of ignoring them and Omega just straight up's like, you're Sid. I know you're Sid. Do you think it's just child intuition or something else? Because there's a lot of people saying, oh, she might be a little force sensitive. She can sense that kind of stuff. I really hope she's not force sensitive. And I to feel be like she's just super intuitive, in my opinion. Well, That's to... what I like to think. Yeah, but, but to be honest, here, here's the thing. What, how would it benefit the Kaminoans by creating a force sensitive clone? Because it's been, it's been made very clear that the Emperor wants to eradicate force sensitives, mm-hmm. not just Jedi, but force sensitives. Mm-hmm. And at the point of cloning Omega, they wouldn't have even thought for a second, oh, they're going to betray us because, I mean, they weren't even around yet. Now they're starting to question it, sure, but, and it would also kind of, I don't want to say it would add plot holes to the story, because obviously the Kaminoans get kind of wiped out in a way, but I just don't like the idea of being able to clone Force Sensitives through the Kaminoans, personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little meh on that whole thing, so... But yeah, I mean, I, I I think I think the point maybe that they're trying to do is that yeah, o- Omega is not just like a, a kid; she's potentially like a super kid, mm-hmm. and she knows stuff. And you know, maybe she's got cool Spidey senses that we don't know about yet. She's just a better hunter. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, the thing is, is that th- this does sort of turn the night into the naivety of the clones episode. 
where mm-hmm. we kind of go back and realize how simple the clones really see the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, there was one thing I didn't really like. Um, it's it it revolves around tech, and I forget exactly what they ask about, but he's like, "That's not something the clones dealt with, so I have no data on that." It's like. Well, if you're that intelligent, do you really only go off the clone database, or can you not figure out anything from any other source of information? Like, well, but yeah, I mean, that how was how much of a crutch do you have? Well, yeah, but I think I think the thing with with that because we're getting a little bit further, but let, let me just outline. So they they meet Sid, and in in exchange for information about the bounty hunter, Sid sends them on a mission to save mm-hmm. Moochie which we'll talk about here in a second. And that mission doesn't go particularly well. So the, I I think, I think what happens with, with tech is that he's saying, listen, I can strategize on a battlefield, but when we're talking about just like a random mission like this, I mean, I'm out of my depth, but at the same token, I really don't. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I don't really, I don't really accept that as reality because it's like, I mean, you could have done this on a mission. It's just a rescue mission. You know what I mean? Figure it out. It kind of goes back to like, so are you really smart or are you just a, essentially a computer database? Like, which are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a little bit mad, but again, I think, you know, the clones not realizing that Sid is Sid and they're sitting there arguing about it. And it's like, well, I mean, my goodness, so you, you, people could probably tell you anything and you'd believe them. But again, right. I mean, even like when we've had extensive contact with Rex, you know, he even displays some of that naivety. But you also have to remember, they haven't been alive that long. <laughs> <You True. know? laughs> they, they haven't been alive that long at all. So You can accelerate growth, but you can only accelerate experiences so much. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of programming, but yeah, I mean, the real world stuff. So, I don't know. I think there is a level of naivety. What I do know is I'm getting a little bit worried about Wrecker. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Wrecker, he's continuing with this headache thing. And uh, I don't know. I I, I wonder how long they're going to draw it out. But eventually, I think he's going to flip. Yeah. Yeah, and I think at that point we'll start. I think at some point we're kind of going to have to introduce Rex into this story because then we have a reason to remove the chips. And unless they can figure out themselves, we, we got to deal with Rex. So we are going to see him at some point, I think. Uh, yeah. I suppose, but how would they know where Rex is? Like, how would they even go about right. finding that out? I think building that in would be, but yes, I, I think, uh, I think that that would make sense. Sorry. I'm tired. Mm. Oh, I keep, fine. keep yawning. I need some Just coffee. Just, you know, stop doing it. You're going to make me yawn. It's not cool. <laughs> I was just starting to wake up. I took my nap and I'm feeling good now. Don't ruin it. God dang it. <laughs> naps. Uh, but, um, yeah, you got a Stardew Valley all night, man. You got you got got them games. That's right. <laughs> as I was as I was finishing up the comic, we were on Zoom, and and I just hear I just hear uh, switch sounds. You know, <laughs> he's, he's just off camera playing his games. Yeah. Oh goodness. 
Um, so anyway, we're, clones are sent on this mission to save Moochie. They don't know what or who Moochie is, but they do see uh, some captive slave traders uh, that are you know capturing folks in order to sell them as slaves. And this is this is kind of um, uh, sort of an interesting transitional period. Uh, between the Empire and the Republic where, you know, the Republic was so governed with Jedi keeping the peace that, you know, slave trades and stuff, yeah, I mean, it was on the Outer Rim, but uh, you just couldn't do that all over the place. Now it's it's a little bit more like, ah, well, we could could probably get away with this now. And then you have, uh, what were these guys called? Uh, It started with a Z. Zydarians or something like that. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and... I want to say Zygarians, but... Uh, I don't know. Zygarian. Yeah, Zygarians. Yep, where we just found it. Yep, Zygarian. And I thought of them, they kind of look like cat people. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Cat people with a flying, flying thing. Cat thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one weird little creature. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it is it's kind of interesting though. It's almost like a flying squirrel, only way too big to be comfortable with it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, the the Bad Batch is incapacitated, and quite easily. Uh, yeah, relatively easily for sure. They were definitely ambushed. Um, and then we start to realize a little bit about this job, not super sinister, but it has to do with huts. Mm-hmm. Old Bib Fortuna, Fortuna, Bib Fortuna pops Bibbidi, back up Bibbidi, here. Bibbidi, Bibbidi. Uh, and then just to make a long story short, Moochie is a rancor. <laughs> Which is awesome. Now, did you, do you think, think this is the rancor uh, from was, Return of the Jedi? I was, yep, just about to say it. Because I want it to be that rancor so bad. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I was I was actually going to look that up if that... Uh, if anyone ever called yeah. it Mochi in them. That's going to be a new extra director's cut add-in as someone's going to call her, her Moochie. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know. Um... I can only type so fast, by the way. <laughs> uh, that would be yeah, interesting, though. It makes, it makes sense, but... Um, um, I don't know. Does it have a name? I don't know if it officially has a name. Well, it does now. <laughs> I don't care if it's canon or not. I just, I just like to believe that that is... The Rancor. I'm fine with it. Yeah, it doesn't really... They don't really say. Yeah, just Jabba's Rancor. Such an iconic moment. You'd think there'd be a little more depth to that. Well, I mean, there's further stories of, like, the the Keeper of the Rancor in, Mm -hmm. uh, like, Aftermath, you know, Cobb Vance, and they have, like, a, a baby, baby hut. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of continuing stories from that line. But, yeah, anyway, okay, well, Moochie, Moochie apparently didn't see Luke as the alpha. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, 
so the Bad Batch is captured and to the rescue, sort of, comes comes Moochie Omega. Moochie with, <laughs> with rocks and Omega. Terrifying combination. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think I think this episode is definitely there's definitely a lot of points that'll lend credence to this whole force sensitivity because even with Aside from the the Sid thing, you know, you also have like Omega sort of stopping at the, at the at the you know the Rancor cage and mm-hmm. oh I've got an idea. Uh, I don't know too many people that would have thought about that and be like, yeah, ah, this sounds like like a great idea. I'm just gonna like open this cage. What? What? Plus, we do see her kind of riding Moochie later on. It's like, well, she didn't really dominate it as the alpha, so maybe she's got a little bit of beast mastery. Be okay with that. Beast master! It's a big thing in force culture in the past few books is everyone controlling massive beasts. I mean, is it? Vader with his squid thing. So (laughs) stupid. That was so dumb. Yeah, so Moochie breaks out here, not not a full full grown rancor, obviously, and uh, you know, yeah, throws rocks, a lot of rock throwing, and and you know, people throwing, people throwing, yeah, people slamming. Yeah, I kind of would have liked to have seen seen Moochie defeat that stupid flying squirrel thing, though. Yeah. D- couldn't really do that. Oh, by the way, kind of just lends back to this show being slightly dark compared to other Star Wars cartoons. Did you happen to notice when that one dude falls from that building? Like he's shooting at Moochie with the little stun thing, and then he just knocks into the building and he falls off to his death. Did you hear the, the splat? <laughs> uh, I don't really remember, no. They, yeah, they put yeah, a splat a, sound effect in there? Yes. <laughs> That's like... No Wilhelm no, no. scream. Oh God, no, no! It should be Wilhelm and then splat. That would be epic. <laughs> there you go. Hmm. No, I guess I, I'll have to go back and look at that later. I just think it's funny they're a little more liberal with all that cringe-worthy, violent stuff. I kind of like yeah. it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you can get away with that sometimes in cartoons. Yeah. Oh, and apparently Wreckers. Almost immune to, uh, like, energy whips. Yeah. That's... No, you talk about Hunter when he fights the one. Or Hunt, yeah, Hunter. Did, yeah. What did I say? Wrecker. Wrecker. <laughs> Whatever. They're all and the by, same. No, I'm just by the way, yeah, Omega gets the coolest bow I've ever seen. Yeah, she doesn't I get to use it. You, you know, when, I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> when she picked up that bow, I actually thought it would have been an interesting point for a lesson. Because... You know, she's very naive, and even when she gets the calm, she acts like a typical kid would, you know, with the yeah. imagination. It's like, oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm a secret agent. But it would oh, have been yeah, interesting. Gonna, oh, I just shot someone in the head. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it would have been interesting to have seen her have to use it. Yeah. And then, you know, that could have been, like, some interesting, like, father-daughter moment where they're like, you know, you, you had to, kid. Yeah. Well, what's killing? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yeah. Here, this is how you mark it on the wall. This is your first oh, kill. And then you... when you get to five, you go across the other four. 
Next ep- next episode, she just has face pain or whatever the hell record or no, I keep saying it, but like Hunter has on his. You think that's a tattoo? Or you think it's like face paint? Birth defect. Yeah, because if it's if it's a tattoo, it's like the crappiest tattoo ever. Right. It's it's eczema. It's just eczema. <laughs> Black eczema. I mean that that's pretty bad. I mean when your skin uh, just turns like. A- Black is coal. He's, that's probably he's a like up clone. I mean, all I'm saying is if you're, I mean, that's usually indicative that your face is dead. Did you also notice how Wrecker just choked out the Rancor? You know, kind of like Jabba the Hutt style. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was kind of hilarious when they're both super tired doing their little yeah. fight, and he's like punching him on the shoulder and stuff. Yeah, that was kind of funny. <laughs> it's probably the funniest thing Wrecker's ever done, honestly. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I don't know if this energy bow is like a stun or or if it's like actually like something you could set to kill. I assume they'd make it a stun thing, but that would be an interesting lesson kind of for uh, for Omega to learn. Uh, harsh, very harsh, but, yeah. you know, if she wants to be like this, you know, commando girl, then she's got to have to kind of learn some of those lessons because it's not like the Bad Batch hasn't killed people along the way. Right. I mean, that's not, that's not even trip. I mean, they totally have. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, she's got good aim when she wants it. She shot a sniper rifle out of Crosshair's hand, so. Yeah. I think would she'll be, be proficient in it. Yeah. Would be kind of uncomfortable, though, depending on the weight. Yeah. Kind of looked like your old I, Yu-Gi-Oh thing that used to, that used to <laughs> ooh-woo to when you were a kid, you know. Ooh yeah. was not even do, a thing back do, then. Do the do the, the the fingers to the temple thing, you know? Was like that thinking, Yu-Gi-Oh? I don't even remember that. I, dude, I don't know. It's just some <laughs> anime thing. I don't know what's what. I just know that it's some anime thing. It's Actually, just... I think he did do that, but it was like almost like the Dragon Ball Z, I'm going to teleport thing. <laughs> You're done, Yugi boy. I'm just saying. Oh. Yeah, a lot of haws. Anyway. Uh, so we return we return Moochie to, to old Bib Fortuna and and now Moochie's like really super nice and happy monster thing, which is yeah. relatively hilarious. It's like Luke, he just wanted to give you a hug. God, right. you you killed him. You you shoved a I'll bone a in his and mouth and, pigs. and then you stabbed him in the neck with a gate. It's like he's psycho. Ate. It's not like he was gonna do anything to you. And job is up there. I just wanted you to meet my friend, you psychopath. That's my been God. my pet for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, 20 years, I guess. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we do reveal the identity of the bounty hunter, which we, we knew, but Phoenix Shan. And uh, Sid kind of makes them this uh, offer, you know, basically says you're going to need friends or a lot of money and, Gives him a cut in the job, which is which is good. Little case of loose credits, not even like evenly distributed. You couldn't even fill yeah. the case. It's just you know a bunch of loose. It looks like tic tacs almost. Yeah, loose leaf credits here. I mean, yeah. whatever. W- w- okay, let me, let me stop and think here. What would you think if we went back to using something like that as money? Because I mean, that would be like going back to coins. You know, in in the old days where like you had a sack of coins instead of like bills or a card. Seriously, think about this. The Empire, they never thought about using swipeable cards. Like if Emperor Palpatine wanted to track you, he would do it that way. Credits, though, I mean, you it's like money. 
Well, just think about how difficult it was for them to transfer currencies over <laughs> because of that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, what are they doing, just melting down the old currencies and using them for blaster parts or what? Like, Yeah, that is a good question, actually. But, uh, like, you know, just, I, I don't nobody know. thinks about, like, just how difficult it is to carry around money back then compared to now. Well, and then how how do you tell denominations of credits? I haven't looked into this. We need to we need yeah. to have a we need to have a research into credit episode one time. How did it's Imperial be credits super really fleshed work? It's either going to be super fleshed out or super disappointing. Like, like can, can you break like this pieces is a coin of credits collector's off? Dream. <laughs> well, in you know, like in Star Trek, they had um, oh, latinum. Where it was just like a liquid inside of bars of gold, and you had larger denominations of of the gold bars that contained more of the liquid. The liquid was what was valuable. The gold didn't mean anything. But yeah, I mean, in this, you just have a bunch of these credits. It's like, so do you snap off a piece of it to buy an apple? Or I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, I broke off too much. Uh, I guess I'll take two. <laughs> no, they pre-perforated those bad boys. I don't know. It just it sort of seems like a super odd way of doing business. But hey, what do I yeah. know? <sighs> All right. That's the problem when you start something that's super futuristic in the seventies. Yeah, I guess it's like Back okay. to the Future. <laughs> well, but you could have easily changed that. I don't know that they really talked about the the credits in. In the old, like, showed them. They didn't show those in the old movies. Not the movies, no. That's like literally something we just came up with along the way. What's money? Uh, metal rods. <laughs> what? Honestly, there's other than the cartoons, there's really not that much mention of them. I mean, I'm sure the books have quite a few mentions, but like, you don't see it all that often. No, sometimes you just see like credits exchanging hands, but it, it's not much because. Well, I mean, like Mando was, he got paid with with Beskar from yeah. the client. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what grief did he give him anything for the first round of bounties that he brought in in the like the very beginning. Um, yes. The oh yeah, the Mon Cal circles, the, the flong or whatever it's called. Like <laughs> I can only pay it seventy five percent of the bounty. <laughs> Yeah, he Long actually gave him phys- physical, yeah. yeah, physical discs. I, d- I don't know. I guess like growing up with Star Wars, I always just kind of pictured credits as like you would have a little, a little disc or a token of some kind, and it would have a digital readout of what its worth was. Yeah, sure. Okay. It just seems like it would be way easier than like you have one generic thing and then you add value to it and it's linked to an account yeah well i'm just saying like something costs a thousand credits like you have to carry pull out a thousand credits one a two a three so then four uh, do you uh, think they stick together like cash dude i have no idea they're magnetic and then and then now could you imagine the magnetism (laughs) <laughs> they were all magnetic. <laughs> you, you just you just fly into a wall. It's like, gosh, shit, too many credits. <laughs> That's how hover vehicles work. <laughs> if you had credits in either pocket and they just slap right. your legs together, that's just that's just out of here. But then, like, now we're thinking about this too much. Then you bring into, like, well, okay, so every store has to have a cash register. So now Star Wars has cash registers. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't make much sense. It no. really doesn't make much sense. It would make more sense if everybody had like a card. 
Like, here's right. your chain code, which is an actual, like, indestructible yeah. why, card. Why is the chain code even a thing when you have physical money? Is that your routing number? Is that your bank account is number? Is that your routing number? <laughs> is that what your chain code is? Oh, goodness. Hold on. I don't have enough credits on me. Let me just whip out my paper checkbook and write you a check. Here's my chain code. Ew, paper. <laughs> you just see them dust off the old uh, swipey thing. Goodness. Or like you have in uh, Mandalorian when Boba's showing off his his history. It's like, here, this is me. And that's where he gets his bank account information. <laughs> oh, no, no, Chenko's showing. No, 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 no. Too personal. You're not like an identity thief, are you? <laughs> I mean, this armor has been away from me for a while. God. Cobb Vance just stole all his money when he got the armor. <laughs> Little did he know I got out of Boba everything I needed from his Been Chinko. drinking off him for a long time. <laughs> There's nothing left. Well, you ready to hit some comics? Sure. All right, which one? You get to pick first. Bosk. Let's just go ahead and do Bounty Hunter. All right. Bounty Hunters. Most favorite. So Well, hey, talk to the fine people while I reach behind me to turn on my light. Ah, Bosk. Yes. Bounty Hunters Marvel issue eleven. So you know. Did did you say anything interesting? Oh, I was just saying which issue we were in and everything was like... Oh, I'm sure well, that's not what you were saying. So you I know, will listen to this later. <laughs> main, main character, really boring. What are we going to do to spice it up? Ah, Bosk. Why not? Yeah, we, Bosk. we haven't really been a huge... I think Bounty Hunters lost us a little bit along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll continue on because we're There's already just here. Such a cooler, there are so many cooler Bounty Hunters you could have followed other than well, old Valance. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I don't really, I don't really mind him because, you know, the first in Target Vader wasn't bad, but I, one thing that takes me out of this a little bit, I don't really care for the artwork as much. Yeah. It, it I don't seems either. like half done at times. Even like when people get shot or stabbed, it's like, are they really getting shot or stabbed or is it just a flash of light? Like I, yeah, I just feel like everything's odd. Yeah, for sure. Even Bosk is a little weird looking. Like when he's in his first panel, when he's doing that little dive attack, it's like that barely even looks like Bosk. Well, and that's the other <laughs> thing about the series. Everything's like a, a big dive attack or some. It's almost face, like anime you know? in a way. It's almost like a a manga in a way with all the combat. Yeah. So Still anyway, down. let's fly through this uh, relatively quick. So we start out with uh, Valance Superman punching Dengar uh, and then breaking his cuffs and then getting Superman punched and they shake hands uh, over the top style. Well, not really over the top. Dude, that arm, that, 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 you know, like, you remember that movie, Stallone, the arm wrestling movie over the top? Mm hmm. The very end when they like when they clasp hands like they're getting yeah. ready for one more and it's just like the big old throbbing muscles. That's like the greatest handshake of all time. We should handshake like well, that. Well, there's a there's a meme like, about that. Like when it's safe again, when we all go back, it's like now we're not just going in with these limp wrists. We are going in like like full on muscle man. No like, fist bumps. We're done know, with fist bumps, people. You know we're we're getting ready to have an arm wrestling. You know just pop, let our pop let our, them veins pop them. <laughs> Everybody's on roids now. 
listen, if the if you think that those guys got that way naturally, you're sorely mistaken. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> no one has that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Dengar and Valance are like they're together bros now. now. They're bros. Did you follow the plot of this comic at all? As far as with the banking clan and the little yeah, hunters party or everything else. Like, cause I just, didn't care about anything but the banker clan guy. I honestly. mean, just, just the comic in general. Cause I, I had, yeah. I had trouble following I mean, it. I followed it, but I didn't care about it. Well, anyway, I also read it ridiculously quickly. So I feel yeah, like that's I jumped true. through it a little but, bit. But I mean, there, there, there's a hunt. Uh, Boss gets a gun that's like, oh, terrible trigger. I can't fit. So I'm going to have a knife. For the rest of the comic, yeah. So what what was it? What was the point of this hunt thing? Like, well, what are we so doing? Basically, like the the second in command of the bankers' clan and a few other people are paying to hunt these slaves at a remote planet, and Bib Fortuna is like, oh, well, you should, you know, you should uh, go ahead and join the hunts because, you know. You should. You just should. You're going to get hurt if you don't. And it turns out that Bosk is working for the Huts, and he goes after the the banking clan. But there's these uh, slaves that Boss kind of saves and by proxy, and then he starts using them as bait to get through this gauntlet, essentially. Sounds terribly fascinating. Yeah, it's not. It's really not. I mean, it's super generic story. The... I don't know. It was so interesting. I pulled up some Twitter to, to punish myself. Yeah. Oh, are, are we? Did you have more to say? I I don't know. I mean, I, that's basically the story. We don't see anything else with balance, so that's basically it. <laughs> that that sounds fascinating. Hey, you want to know something more fascinating than that? What's that? So the writer for that Bad Batch episode did leave this tweet here, uh, Tamara. Uh, Betcher Wilkinson. It's hard to put into words how much writing today's episode of Bad Batch meant to me as a lifelong Star Wars fans at Baby Moochie. <laughs> at Baby Moochie. Yeah. Love it. I mean, literally, like, people are down here like, so, like, is that the same Rancor from, right. you know, Return of the Jedi? Like, I really hope it isn't. Like, did you just set up that to kill it? <laughs> okay, I mean... Let's just stop and think about that for a second. As a Star Wars fan, wouldn't you love to plant that in everyone's head if you got to be a writer for anything? I mean, wouldn't you just love to take something obscure like that and be like, hey, hey, you know the Rancor? You know the Rancor? I'm going to give the Rancor an origin story, and it's going to be awesome. And people are going to talk about it forever. And I'm not going to tell them if it's the Rancor or not, because I'm going to give it a name. And they just don't think it's that one. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna mess with them. That's pretty cool. That was that was kind of funny that that was the first thing that popped up. Sorry, we got followed by more people. We're super popular right now, dude. We're super so popular, dude. Oh we're goodness. so we're, we're so hot right now. We're, uh, we're so we're so we're on, f- we're, we're on fleek. That's probably not even a term <laughs> it's not anymore. Not a word anymore. I don't think. <laughs> I think that's a boomer term. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, back to uh, whatever. <laughs> oh no, hunters. we're done. We're, oh, did we finish? We went through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, sick. No, so basically, boss kills the the uh, banker clan dude, and all but one of the slaves gets killed in the ambush, and boss kills his entire army 
and Bib's happy. Yeah, and super super anime food. Bib. And Bib offers him some food. He's like, "No, I like raw." Stuff. Okay, let's just. This is a perfect example. I don't know how well you can see this from my screen, but get to this page where Bosk is fighting one yeah. of the bank clan, like basically his tank. Yep. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, this is some weird art right here. This yeah. is just absolute anime. Yeah, no, it is. It's very, it's very anime-ish. And then, like, Bosk just slams the dude's head into a rock for no reason. Like, he shouldn't be able to do that. The guy's massive. Although I did think it was kind of funny. At one point, they have this little thing where it's like, oh, you should always fight honorably and fair. And Bosk is like, I prefer to fight with a rock. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, Good times. The dialogue's v- terrible. Yep, last panel, though, Boba Fett's Slave One. Okay. They're on the trail. They're on the trail. And again, all this is setting up for right. War, of the, War of the Bounty Hunt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Half or main line now? Let me just... I'll mix them up, like, card style with my eyes closed. See I can. I, I have one on my phone, and I have one in physical form. <laughs> no, that's what I'm doing it. I, I'm almost... Okay, Dr. Afra. <laughs> you know, if you couldn't keep up with which one that would have been. No, I totally knew what it was. Okay, I was hoping. <laughs> like, you saw the flaw in my plan. <sighs> it's like the super easy version of that one little tapper mini game where you watch yeah. which cans get shaken up. <laughs> yep. All right, so... Back, uh, back at it again. Uh, last we left, Afra and, and Sonastaros, they were after the um, Nihil Drive, which is a fraud. The path engine. Oh, the path yeah. engine. And we have these marauding pirates who just leave them there. All they're as good as dead. Classic trope. But hey, we've got some back to spray, so we're good. Yeah, I, the cover makes things look a lot worse than what they are. Yeah. Because the, <laughs> the cover I makes do. it look like she's dead. Uh, like she looks yeah. already dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we get to like the third panel and Afra's like, oh, that looks bad. Boop. Now it's not. Looks bad. Here, have a spray and a bandage. Oh, it's cute when you pretend to care. It's like I know. Sweet lies. <laughs> Uh, and then they discover that everyone's dead. All their bar bar buddies. And uh yeah. They're going after the real or fake drive. Yeah. Which is fake. <laughs> oh goodness. So oh, it's been What'd a while. Think of our other So it's... these characters that we kind of get introduced to are brand new, right? I don't remember them. Yeah, I believe so. When I, I was trying and I was trying to figure Ariel out this or... this lady's name because like I, it's been a while since we read it. So Lady Domina. Ah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, and I'm she, a little ahead of you. No, you're you're good. But f- first and foremost, we we have a competitor here who is going to try and sell this drive. 
And Domina gets a uh, hollow from an admiral from the Empire. Basically, it's like, oh, well, if this is, uh, you know, super cool, we're going to have to, like, reassess our relationship. And she's like, well, crap. Crap. Well, I hope that, uh, you know, it doesn't work out. (laughs) So... uh, Hope Afra kind of like you know comes through because if not, I I might be you know, I might yeah. be kind of kind of screwed. Yeah. Well, and then we <laughs> then we have Super Anime Boy. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Both of them. What was this guy's name? Lucky, just Lucky. Yeah, just Lucky. I don't remember. No, that's his name, Just Lucky. <laughs> Is is it really just lucky? That's what it says in the beginning of the oh comic. Oh my god! Oh well, just ju- just lucky and his his pal boy boyfriend or something sort of not really dating, but basically, um, I don't know this this whole thing with with lucky is just it's so weird, and and I and I say that because like so we have we have a Twi'lek, who apparently they know who's like a bartender here, and the Twi'lek's like. Tell your mom I said hi. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lucky's that's like, what. Tell your mom I said hi. She's always asking about you, Lucky. Yeah, Why I mean, she the, always asking about you. That's kind of weird. Yeah, the the whole thing is just kind of, I don't know. I I don't get Lucky yet. And the yeah. whole thing with Lucky is he kind of he was kind of a turncoat in the very mm-hmm. beginning, uh, you know. Right. Uh, I, I mean, he's just so, got the same type of personality as Afra in general. He will screw you over probably <laughs> until decides not to anymore yeah I, I suppose but even with with afra it, it's not such a stab in the back kind of thing it's more like a get well, what i want and run yeah you know but yeah i don't i don't know about lucky i don't know if i care about him enough or his do, do, do we have this person's name again uh. <laughs> ariel uh, that's I guess that's the name here. He oh, does... that was his name. I thought that was a Twilight's name. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's different. I'm pretty sure. And honestly, Ar- really Arioli. Get... Do, do we pronounce the e? I don't know. Ariola. It Ar- it's uh, <laughs> I work with someone. Well, he's overseas, but his last name is Ariola. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, it's apparently it's well. At least I, I, I don't. I'm not going to claim no, but I mean, D- apparently different meaning there. Well, no, apparently it's not like uncommon in the Philippines or whatever. Or uh, yeah, mm. I don't know. I have no idea, man. But yeah, I just I, the first time I saw it, I was like, okay. And by the way, just kind of jumping out of Star Wars for a second, there's an advertisement for a Marvel comic on the next page. Which I kind of want to try. Shang-Chi. To save the Marvel Universe, he must break the Marvel <laughs> Universe. And he just beats the crap out of everybody. Like, you got Spider-Man and Iron Man and The Thing. And, like, everyone got the crap beat out of him. Captain, looks Captain awesome. Marvel? Thor? Yeah. Uh, well, isn't Shang-Chi supposed to have a, a movie or a TV show? Well, I would say, isn't he part of uh, Doctor Strange's little group? Well, I mean that would make sense, but I don't know. But I, 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 I want to say that, yeah, okay. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So that's that's in September. I thought I remember seeing this. 
I don't know anything about about this character. Like they're they're pulling stuff out of left field. Like we're getting yeah. ready to see stuff like Moon Knight and is I'm, Moon is Moon Knight DC or is it Marvel? I don't remember. I don't care. I'm I'm at the point where I'm kind of lost in this phase of Marvel a bit because I just don't keep up with these more obscure Marvel characters. So yeah. it was written in the Bronze Age of comics. 83 just like a kung fu master of kung fu i don't know i don't know if this splits off into i don't think that this okay, just a kung fu master is not taking out the thing and iron man <laughs> he's got to have something special about him unless he's already got the 10 rings at the start of this comic and that's important somehow. I don't know. Uh, I, I trained since the beginning. We're making I, so many people mad right now, probably that are big fans of this character. I apologize. I, well, I've just I never heard. I, we weren't comic people. No, we, 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 weren't, we weren't. I mean, I'm still not. I, I still don't really read much. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who this person is. I, I mean, listen. It, d- it does like, look kind of cool, though. I will say that. Well, if they make it into like a cool kung fu movie, I'd be pretty cool. But if you're <laughs> do a '80s style kung fu movie <laughs> in the Marvel universe, that'd be great. Yeah, I don't know. And they say he's non-superhuman. He's just really, really good. <clears throat> he's just really. I mean, put him up against some Brazilian jiu-jitsu, bro. So what you're saying is we need to make this a Jet Li movie? Jet Li's getting older than you think, do, man. No, do like Ip Man. That'd be sweet. Uh, Donnie Yang, yeah. Yeah. That'd be sick. No, I mean, they have it cast. It's already cast. I don't know who this person is either, but he looks sweet. He looks sick. It does, it does look like a Doctor Strange th- thing, though, yeah. like the promo thing. I I don't know, dude. Anyway, so yeah. Su- surprise! He's not saying she's actually Sang Shung. Shang Tsung, you got here to take all the Marvel Kombat. characters' souls. Our attention spans are not really holding to these comics, and we're over an hour in. They're so not, and this is why we weren't comic people growing up. Well, let's con- let's continue on. So Afra and uh, Sana are going to steal this drive. Um, they. <laughs> They assassinate a couple of interns. Well, I mean, you know, maybe not assassinate them. Kind, would, kind of. Yeah, they probably did. Uh, take their uniforms and then bring coffee to the guy. Ooh, it's the wrong calf. coffee. It was yeah. calf. Well, I'm going to, uh, I think calf is a stupid name. And is it's calf coffee. alcoholic? Because I, I feel like, so. I feel like half the time people talk about <clears throat> calf like it is, but then you have this guy like, Middle of the day, asking for calf. I'm no, I it's it's just coffee, and it's I think what, what I think it credits thing. It's like no one thinks about it, but now I want to think about it. Well, honestly, probably what it is is just like pure caffeine, right? Yeah, you know, it's like just brown liquid caffeine. Swallow it and just get 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 effed, get ripped, <laughs> get wrecked. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. So anyway, they find the drive. Oh, yep, that's totally fake. Let's go in and Big pilfer theirs. Let's pilfer their, uh, you know, 65-inch flat-screen TV. <laughs> oh, ships and stuff. Nothing really here. Hey, what are you guys doing in here? I'm going to point a gun at you really stupidly like I'm in a 1960s 
uh, you know, cartoon or something. I'm going to point it in a way that if I shoot it, I'll break my wrist. I mean, I kind of <laughs> wish sometimes that we did do video for the show. Like, if we actually did do it, we'd have to get you some lights. But <laughs> if we did yeah. do video, <laughs> just just to show you how he pointed this this little pea shooter at, at Afra, it's just kind of hilarious. Afra says, oh, we're, we're from the Empire. We're totally going to tell Darth Vader about you. And then uh, the Unbroken Clan comes and blows things up and kills a couple of people. And it's like, hey, give me the drive or you're all going to die to be continued. Now, I will say this. The cover of the next comic does make it seem like she might start to discover some of the secrets of the of the Nihil, like how mm-hmm. they found paths. So that could and be by interesting. The, by the way, the most terrifying person to know anything about the Nihil would be Dr. Afra. Oh, <laughs> that's God. not information she needs to know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Seriously, dude. Because I feel like she would just make this ridiculous, beefed-up version of the path engine. And make it work without the grandma and just, like, destroy everything. Wee! I'm going everywhere! <laughs> oh, I just blew up the Millennium Falcon. Crap. Well, Han Solo's a loser anyway, so. Ah, oh, jeez. I, we, we got stung by bees together. It's a great memory. <laughs> All right. The final comic, man. Let's home stretch it. Yes, the good one. Yeah, Star Wars twelve. Uh, this yeah, this Afra has... wasn't bad, but yeah, no, a- Afra's actually been pretty good. I you know when we when we did our full Afra episode, I actually found myself reasonably engaged. Yeah, yeah more so than the uh, audio drama for sure. <sighs> the audio drama had its good moments, but yeah, it it, oh, it also had its meh moments too. Yeah, it just seemed a little dis- Afra disjointed. Afra is just, just set up to be a comic book character. I feel like. Well, the the in thing is, is she's she's always alone, so you have to hear all this inner monologue. But to be honest with you, I would much rather see her and Sana Staros just having adventures and so forth. You know, kind of like um, like Ch- uh, Chaz Nachatic and um, Alphabet Squadron. Uh, oh my God, uh, Quell. Yeah, you know, kind of like at the at the end of the last alphabet squadron book where they're just they're sort of doing stuff together you know you know that sort of that sort of thing sometimes works because sometimes when you have that singular loner character and i think afra's afra's definitely a lot more interesting than quell but she's also yeah kind of kind of off the wall you know i don't want to say crazy because she's not crazy but she's just off the wall and and i think when you try and make up all these like and again we we kind of we kind of kicked back against it in the audio drama but the whole thing when she was shoved out the airlock and somehow having all of her stuff lined with credits saved her yeah uh i'm sorry it just that just opens up the credit debate again <laughs> i don't want to talk about the credit debate i'm good i'm good on the credit debate yes how insulatory are the credits <laughs> Like, what do those things contain? That they're asbestos. They're just asbestos. They can survive from burning, too. That's how Leia survived. She had so many credits. So many credits. It was the newest fashion on, oh, yes, my planet was destroyed. Just interweaved credits. That'd be sick. All right, but seriously, though, we got to get serious here. So Star Wars, mainline, uh, issue 12. 
I'll be honest. I totally forgot where we were in the story with this one too. When I was reading, it. Oh, really? I was so <laughs> I was so out of it. I was like, okay, did the guy's wife die already? <laughs> I mean, am I supposed to I be I kind of wondered right the now? same thing, too. Well, dude, it's been weeks. It's been weeks, <laughs> it and, and it's, I'm not going to go back and read it again. I mean, it was yeah. okay, but... So uh, we start back here with uh, with Captain Dameron here. And, uh, you know, his wife was away on a mission. And I'll, I'll be honest, like, although this wasn't a bad comic, it is totally just like an an, an overly indulgent story comic. Well, literally all it is is I'm sad my wife's gone. I'm sad my boyfriend's gone. You want to tell stories about him? Sure. Yeah. The end. You knew, you knew about Han? Yeah, like we Everybody all, knows about Han. We all totally knew about you too. Kissing and stuff. Your not brother brother knows about Han too. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jeez. Everybody knows. Um you know that one time you were kissing on the Falcon, you pushed the calm, and everybody heard you kissing. <laughs> all right. So, but I mean, seriously, that's all it is here. It doesn't really advance the story at all. Well, there's a little bit at the end, but it, it's it's literally just us uh, telling stories, and um, we learn right. about. I mean, how, you could also say that finding out how Luke gets his lightsaber back doesn't really advance story either, but it's entertaining. Well, but that was that was kind of more interesting. At least yeah. to me. I mean, no offense, but it just was. Oh, no, I agree. So we learn how the, the Dameron's met. And essentially, uh, I, I'm actually trying to... Because the wife's name is Cass, correct? What was what the husband's first name? Uh, what is old I've Papa Dam? It's old I've Papa Dameron's name. Point. Dude, well, these comics just... don't have the names in the beginning. Like, like let's just does. jump ahead to after the betting. And then oh, we'll get it. for goodness sake. I don't want to do that. Why do I always have to like not remember names? This is bad. Well, anyway, he goes to um, Galator 3 uh, to the casino. Bite, but no, kind of thankfully. <laughs> well, he goes to the casino with his buddies. He bets on a race, and the racer turns out to be Cass. And, you know, she won him a lot of money and can't believe he won. And, He's he's flushed with cash. He goes to meet the pilot to say thank you. He's like, "Hey, oh you're oh uh, no." So he's Cass. Uh, she he's, um, is Shara. Uh, Shara Bay. That's it. So he's Cass. She she, she is Shara. She she is Shara. Uh, she's maybe, Shara. Maybe I'll Cass remember. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's how they met, and uh, yeah, buy each other drinks and stuff, and that's that's. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I like he's just like, yeah, we had a baby. The baby's kind of an asshole, but we love it. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> he's a he's a handful. Oh, is that what your is that what the slang is today? What's what's the new slang? Uh, um, what is it when uh, when you're lying? It's like people it's leave us. leave a no. They leave like a cap emoji. Means that you're lying. Uh, apparently, I'm too old to know that. Well, How do you know it? I'm not I literally me. work with a bunch of 15 year olds. How do you know this and not me? <laughs> uh, I mean, that's that's a. Uh, 
I don't, dude, I don't know. I could even be wrong about that. I just remember seeing something about it recently. I just thought it was kind of, kind of funny, but apparently like, yeah, if you leave like a cap emoji on something it means you're lying. I don't know. It could be, could be something, something else. It wouldn't be capping because cl- capping is a little too close to <laughs> clapping and clapping is something we won't discuss here. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, are people are people done with sus? Uh, I've never heard someone actually say sus, personally. Oh, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, I see I, it online, but no one says it in person. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about like in in life, but yeah, sure online. I yeah. I, I did think it was funny when, ah, shoot, was it Xbox that was doing some something. There was there was one of the bigger game things where the guy comes out and he's like, "Don't be sus." Oh God! And and everybody's <laughs> like, "What are you what are, what are you talking about, man? I mean, you don't even know what that means, do you? It's, it's not even a hard one to get to know. You're just saying don't it because be, don't because that's be what sus. people. <laughs> By the way, we bought out Among Us. It's now on Xbox. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of surprised that people are still playing that. Are well, actually, are people still playing that? I mean, aside from like little kids, uh, that God, that was super popular. And it's not a new game. It's actually well, no, it's, it's actually kind of old. Kind of old. <laughs> it's like what 15, 16, something like that. I don't um, know. It's it's not. I mean, like the again, the fifteen year olds I work with, they will play it if you ask them to. They still play it, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's that popular anymore now. Yeah. Well, anyway, we should really get to the comic. Maybe I should like put in a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. We need episode. a shocker. We need a shocker that automatically <laughs> senses when we're not talking about Star Wars for more than five minutes. Just give us yeah. a little like a four out of ten jolt. You know what? We didn't even rate the episode earlier. <laughs> I don't care. It was the best one, honestly. There we'll you get go. To- We'll get to it at the end. I thought about it, and then we started rambling on about something else. But yeah, this is like the episode that probably shouldn't have happened. We didn't rate the comics either. <laughs> oh, I don't care about that. I, okay. I'll rate books and movies. I'm not rating comics. Oh, we were waiting to rate uh, story arcs. That's right. That's what yeah. we've been doing with comics. All right. So anyway, Leia starts to tell a story uh, back from Hoth. Um, the generator was going down, and... You know, it was from like meltdown, Chernobyl stuff. Yeah, well, it was from a YT YT freighter bigger than the Falcon. But Han's like, "Oh yeah, I totally have an extra one of those. Let me and Chewie do it." Um, you know, while you house all the the Tauntauns in my Falcon, and uh, (laughs) and they shoot some form of gas. Yeah, which is things up to reset the timer. Oh, oh no, that was bad. Now there's smoke. Oh, that was a terrible idea, Chewie. Last time I listened to you. Yeah, why did they have to raise the temperature? Because it would stop the meltdown, I guess. How? It's a uh, meltdown. They didn't explain that. <laughs> It'd be like, oh no, ra- ra- radioactive meltdown from a reactor. Let me throw more radioactivity at it and it will stop the meltdown. Yeah, it was kind of kind of weird, but anyway, they were about to evacuate. Uh, Han and Chewie are able to fix the thing, and then they come back and Leia relays fix a lesson. Those, fix those heaters. Yeah, cold. Well, yeah, I mean, Leia does. You know, it, it is kind of sweet in her in her mind, though. You know, it's like, well, yeah, he was he hated the cold. He made sure he let everybody know, but he never left. 
Although one thing I didn't really like, I don't know how early on in their relationship we are here where like she's still giving him total crap, but she says like four times, he's kind of half useless. <laughs> it's like, when has Han Solo ever been half useless to you? Like he well, saved I, your butt so many times. Everyone's uh, crapping on Han for some reason in these. Comments. Well, I mean, he 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 would just he would probably be a pretty hard hard person just to have tied down to that place. He's used to being wild and free. And you know, the funny thing is, <clears throat> the funny thing is, despite the fact that like Han and Leia, yeah, great couple, okay, sort of, mm-hmm. until you brought out the sequel trilogy in which they became not a great couple. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is like he probably would have been better off with somebody like Kira, although he probably would have been dead sooner. Uh, They would have like they would have ran so fast. But the thing is, is like Leia never really ran with Han. Right. And Han could never really run with Leia because they were two very different people. He's he's a you know, he's kind of a scoundrel. She's a politician. They're polar opposites. But like, you know. We don't know what happens with Kira because who the hell knows if Solo Two it's will just ever up be in made. Air right, air right now, so yeah. But you know, if they were, if they actually did come together, and that was the story. Listen, uh, Kira's sacrificing God, herself for Han at some point if she ever comes back. It's it's got to happen. Well, sure, she probably. cannot. She cannot yeah. be alive. <laughs> she just yeah, can't. but probably. I mean, honestly, New Jedi Order delved into their relationships so much more than new canon does it's they always go back like new canon keeps going back they don't want to move forward all that much other than the movies well they 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 jump they jump forward you know they're writing and granted there are some books with some of the early relationship kind of like before ben and like as ben is like a little kid like a baby but again, like th- this is this is I think this kind of gets into some bitterness again that I don't really feel like we need to go into. But I don't know. I'm kind of the, interested to see what happens right after Ben turns, though. I kind of want to see how they cope and deal with. It. Obviously, they don't cope with it well. But well no, they don't. Like, they they split. Yeah. They event they eventually split. Which you know I I I don't I don't know I don't know how. You know, Book Han and Leia had some split offs too. I mean, they they both dealt with the same sort of issues. So there is one thing that the movie did sort of realize that the books also did at some points too is that you know Han in his independence and he has to do stuff and he has to be he just can't be at home. And again, that kind of highlights something about relationships when you're trying to force things. I guess the yeah. question is: Is are Han and Leia actually really a good couple? Well, we all have our starry-eyed version of them from the movies growing up. And, oh, I love you. I know. They're, they're amazing. They're perfect. But, yeah, they have their issues. And not just Han. I mean, like, yeah, we're kind of going into non-canon legends now. But, like, Leia was pretty absent, too. I mean, it wasn't well, just Han. She was so obsessed with being uh, part of the Senate that... She well, completely ignored her family as well. Well, here, here's the other thing, though. Let's say they never got together and Han was able to go off and do his thing. Oh, I think Leia oh. probably would have been, you know, the chancellor. 
Yeah, well, I'll say Mon Mothma would not be a thing. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying because be she did, Well, Leia did hold herself back, you know, at times for for her family, and I think if she wouldn't have had those sort of restrictions, I think she would have been, you know, the leader. And then who who honestly knows what that would have led to? I mean, well, not having Ben and then actually dealing with things in the galaxy, First Order might not have happened. Never know. That is an yeah, interesting thing to think about. Like, could Leia have stopped the First Order from becoming so big, opposed to Mon Mothma? Interesting yeah. thing to think about. Uh, yeah, well, I only say that because it, there, was a, there was such a fundamental shift in Leia's personality because in the beginning, granted, she was young. I mean, very young. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, Luke was too, but in the beginning, she was such a force of nature. She was, you know, she was a leader. She was mm-hmm. a leader. The only thing that Mon Mothma had on her was time and age. Mm-hmm. I mean, experience, but but age, yeah. really. She was much older. And I think that if, yeah, I think if she would have continued to walk down that path, she would have probably wound up letting leading the Republic. And then, I mean, well, really, not having been would have been, I mean, not having that sort of thing. And who knows, you could have had another, because you have to have somebody to help lead it. Because well, ultimately it wasn't Luke snuck. had other students. I mean, he could have found someone else from yeah. his students to... Uh, but I just I, I just feel like we've proven this time and time again. Leia has always been far more clairvoyant about threats. You know, yes. whether that was the Yuzin Vong threat that the Senate didn't listen to, or, you know preparing for the first order when people didn't actually creating the resistance. So, well, and even putting down her lightsaber and stopping training. Cause she saw at the end of that journey would ultimately lead to the death of her son, <laughs> which is stupid because it did e- either way. Well, it didn't, I mean, but it's like, it's, it's like a self, uh, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. I don't think, well, anyway, I don't want to talk about fates and everything. Cause I think it's a bunch of crap. You do or do not. There, there's. It's there not no about. No, well, no. It's not even about. <laughs> there kidding. is no try. But you either do or you do not. You make your choices and you live with it. But I, I, I don't know. Putting down the saber. It, it is. She still trains Ray, so she's still involved. Yeah. And again, movieisms and so forth, whatever. But anyway, so to wrap up the comic, um, we do get word from Kess. She has a little bunk. <laughs> She spliced a bunch of little droids together and is like hacking into the imperial system. It's yeah, it's great. it's just kind of funny. She she found a little little cubby hole on this ship to chill in, and she That's gets fun. a message. It's also out. funny. She's like, "Well, any any rebel would have done this." Like, eh, I don't know if any rebel could do this. Honestly, yeah, I don't know about that. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much where we ended. A bit of a. I don't know. It, it was fine, but it was a bit of a buzzkill for me because it's like, oh, you're just gonna tell stories, like, yeah, you're not gonna move things along. It's like, so you really weren't ready for, uh, you, you, for uh, the bounty hunters uh, series. You you really got to right. hold back. They need a little filler. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta hold back for that. Interesting. So anyway, let's uh, let's go back. Let's give ratings for the episode, and then we'll we'll probably start to wrap up. But what, go back to to rampage. What would we? Yeah. What do you want to give it out 10 of? For that? Yeah, we do. We do ten for shows and movies, five for books. Okay, uh, I'm gonna give it an eight point two. Eight point two. Good episode. Uh, Actually, I think it's 
probably the most entertaining episode of the five we've seen so far. And please, for the love of God, do not go back and check our ratings because I don't remember what I rated these. I might have rated something <laughs> higher than this. Don't do that to me. <laughs> don't call me out. But no, I, th- I do think this is the best episode we've had. More entertaining. The jokes were better. Even Wrecker was kind of entertaining in a way in this episode. We got some stuff going on with Wrecker with his uh, inhibitor chip. That's going to be a ticking time Maybe. bomb. Maybe. I kind of want it to be, though, honestly. I, I feel mean, like Wrecker just be, would be... A, he could just have numerous concussions. All right? He could uh, have CTE. All right? That's true. Wrecker's probably a good candidate for that. I won't <laughs> argue with you, but uh, we got that to deal with. Um, we get some cool stuff with Omega, potentially a cool new signature weapon. I mean, obviously, the Rancor stuff is awesome, even if it isn't the Rancor from Jabba's Palace that we see fight Luke. I don't care. It was still awesome. (laughs) Um, Sid seems like a good setup for an actual arc. Like, I don't know. At the end, Hunter's like, oh, well, nah, we're not really bounty hunters, but they need to be for a little bit. And I feel like that would be a good way to go, good direction for the story as we deal with Fennec Shan, but... Overall, just a good, entertaining episode. Didn't set up a whole lot, but I'm more interested now for next week. Like, I'm actually thinking about next week for the first time since this show has come out. So, overall, sure. good episode. Yeah, I'm actually going to agree with the rating as well. I think that it was, um, yeah, probably the probably the best episode so far. And, um, oh, man, I'm, gonna, I'm sleepy. It's not even that late, need but uh, <laughs> I don't need some calf. It's a little late for some calf. I just need to, you know, get up and move around a bit. Um, but no, seriously, good episode. You know, uh, I, I think yeah, the the eight point two I think is completely fair, and um, yeah, I, I think that it gives a little bit more setup uh, for the future with the potential of you know, giving us uh, a route for these guys to go because you can't, the, the planet hopping just doesn't work for me long-term. It just doesn't make a ton of sense. So with that being said, I think it'll be cool for them to sort of settle down for a little bit, maybe take some bounties, do some, do some cool stuff. And then, you know, eventually figure out what Omega is and uh, yeah, I have to sort of battle that back. But I think I think if they do start taking bounties, it'll probably we probably wouldn't see Fennec for a little while just because it would be a little harder for her to catch up to them if they're out and about doing their thing. I could be wrong. Eh, regardless, still interesting episode. Um, does kind of leave me with a little bit more excitement for the potential future of uh, the show. So yeah, we'll see how it goes and, you know, hopefully it continues to be good-ish. Because if not, <laughs> if that's not, our current rating of the show in general is good-ish. Yeah, if not, I'm going to cancel all of you. You know, what if we actually set up the bad batch to be bounty hunters, like legitimate bounty hunters and then we see them in War of the Bounty Hunters in a so, time jump? <laughs> well, here's the only here's the only problem. I think just having everybody be bounty hunters is a little bit of a, an overused trope for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would agree. And they're usually not very interesting characters, to be honest. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm open to about anything. I just needed to start seeing some sort of development, something that helps along the story. And, and I think we're getting that now. And, and hopefully that kind of continues on as we go along. But we will see. So, yeah, 8.2, agreed. Which is your favorite comic of the three? We'll give that rating at least. Um, I'm going Afra personally. Yeah, um, that's tough. That's pretty tough. I guess I'd have to also agree with Afra. I, I mean, the Star Wars, the main Star Wars comic was fine, but it was just, it kind of felt like, yeah, it's like you just didn't have anything until Bounty Hunters and mm-hmm. the. Well, yeah, they don't the, have to set up as much, truthfully, when you think about it. Like, yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, it's true. And then, uh, yeah, the bounty hunters. I'm just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about it. I, I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I here's, don't get it. Here's hoping we get a good week for Vader. You know, <laughs> something well, that doesn't that make needs... Anakin look like a brat. That needs to turn brat. around a little bit too, because I've been a little disappointed in that series since mm-hmm. you know, like the past couple comics. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. There's still more to come, and we've we've got a lot more to a uh, lot more to look into, don't we? Yes, we do. About to get overwhelming here soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Well, or fortunately, I don't I don't know if it's yeah, unfortunate it's at all. As we say all the time, when there's a ton of content, good time to be a fan. No doubt, no doubt. Definitely a good time to be a fan. Well, all right, folks. I believe that is it for today, unless you have anything else to uh, bore them with. I mean, I think we bored them with a ton of our weird rantings today. (laughs) No, I'm good. The only thing I'll say, just that weird half-tired want-to-go-to-sleep part of my brain just had a thought. I want to see a conversation, which is literally impossible, between Bosk and Skier, to where it just degrades into them just hissing at each other. God. Yes, Trandoshans. <laughs> That's exactly what I need yes. more of today. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Skier good and times. Bosk are two people we do not need more of right now. <laughs> well, we're going to hear a little bit more from Skier once we get back into High Republic, I am sure. Yes. He's, be- he's being tra- taken over Grudorm. by the tree people. He's got a Groot arm. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hopefully you don't hate us too much for this episode. Make sure God, to uh, <laughs> make sure to follow us on all the social media at TC Plan Podcast. Find us on Facebook. Send us an email, tcplanpodcast.gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the show. Let us know what you thought about the episodes. How are you liking Bad Batch? Uh, how are you liking, I don't know, the comics, media, whatever. Tell us right now. Um, and then, yeah, we'll talk about it on the show if you do. Uh, but aside from that, you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the force be with you.